Well, nothing good happens in November, does it? Um, I don't know. It's like the end of the year. It's not Christmas isn't here yet. You know, Halloween's been like, you know, all the fun stuff. I mean, for some people, I guess the Melbourne Cup, people like the Melbourne Cup carnival. I mean, sure, my wife's birthday's uh, in November. I guess that's good for her. But for the general public, nothing good happens in November <laughs> until now. What? What's going on? What are we doing? So, Fop, us, you and me, we're uh, returning to the live stage for the first time in six years. That's right, we are doing shows in Melbourne and Sydney. Melbourne at the Basement Comedy Club, November 11th. Sydney at the Comedy Store, November 25th. Exciting stuff. These are our first shows in six years. Six years since we last did a live show. Sydney Opera House dropped those microphones, pledged that we would never come back. Entertainment demanded that we would never come back. But in your face, entertainment industry, we're back, baby. We are back live on stage, Will and Charlie, doing what we do, which we don't know what that is yet, but we'll work it out by the time we get to the stage. Charlie's (laughs) been working on it for six years, he promises me. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. So November. November 11th, the Basement Comedy Club in Melbourne. November 25th, the Comedy Store in Sydney. Go to our link tree on our socials or go to tofop.com to get your tickets. See you there. A listener production. The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. Come on! Hello and welcome to Tofop with Friends. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. And we are joined with a Renaissance man. He's an author, he's a podcaster, but for the purposes of this chat, he is a DJ. And the reason uh, we say the purpose of this chat is this has been a long time coming. Uh, if you've listened to any mm-hmm. TOEFOP in the last 18 months, you know that I went down a particularly been a lot of sizzle. dark, <laughs> particularly dark <laughs> rabbit hole. Or maybe an uplifting rabbit Levens, welcome to the show. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, Levens has actually been DJing for five when they've mm-hmm. toured Australia. He toured, uh, was it the start of this year or end of last year, the last tour? End of uh, last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were overseas. You were on getaway. I think, right, okay. Charlie. That's that's why we couldn't do it because Levin's hit me up online. I'm not on a social media anymore, oh. so I don't know if you know oh. that. It was, this, this, so, is the, this is the straw that broke his back. <laughs> <laughs> Getting invited to a five show. <laughs> no, I was keen to go along. Like I really was because, despite the fact that I didn't have the same level of fascination for five, I. You know, on the way through, I'd paid some attention to Five, quite enjoyed it. But it was Charlie's rabbit hole style QAnon fervor for which he went into the backstory of Five, the songs of Five, the mysteries behind Five, the three remaining members of Five. And, of course, you reached out. You know, we talked a little over the years just and, – and you became part of this story even on air because we would reference the fact <laughs> that you had like kind of made this offer to us to go behind the scenes, to tell us what was going on. And so 
it's so fun that this is finally happening that we're going to get to have this chat. <laughs> yeah, okay. I do love to talk about fire. Well, I, I, I want to um, try something out. So as Will has stated, yeah, I went down a, a rabbit hole and it started off just like listening to the songs and being vaguely aware of them from you know my days at uni, but never really listening to five when they were actually a band. And then when I sort of started listening to the music more, I started digging deeper into the kind of history of the band and how they were assembled and all this kind of stuff. Now, I think I've constructed sort of um, archetypes of each member of five, and I want to test them oh, against yeah. your real experience of the three remaining uh -huh. members. So the three <laughs> remaining members are, are Scott, Richie, and Sean. Is that correct? That's okay. right. So, my so that means Abs is, is AWOL, and I don't yeah. know, what's the last a one? Jay. 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 Jay Brown. He's Jay okay. So now my reading of Scott is he's a he's he's a cheeky lad, Essex lad. Um he seems to me to be the one who is most invested in keeping the band going. He's sort of is is almost like a pseudo manager, is that correct? Uh I get more of that vibe from Richie. Really? Okay, because Richie yeah. I was gonna oh. say is the opposite. Richie to me seems like a good time guy. Lived in Australia for a little bit, ran a restaurant. Oh, they're they're both like very easy to hang out with, but I feel like Richie is more of the frontman of the group, right? Yeah. And then there's Sean, who, uh, when he was in the band, they sort of had him pegged as the the George Harrison, the kind of quiet, you know, shy one. Now I've seen him be sort of quiet and shy, but he also seems to have a bit of a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> is that true? Uh, I think he's he's more reserved, so I think you could definitely interpret that right. as being a ship on his shoulder. But he was he was the the the, the first member to leave Five right. when they originally broke up in the early two oh. thousands. Yeah, so he left first, but has since come back. Is that the story of Richie of yeah. Sean? Sorry. Will, 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 yep. like such – such, I don't know. Such, no, you know what? I felt like I was across this. deep and questions. I, 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 of course I Sean left. Before the release of their final single, they in. made a very controversial music video in which Sean was featured as a cardboard cutout. And they told really? their fans that he had glandular fever. What would actually happen mm -hmm. if he quit the band due to exhaustion and, and mental distress, but the band had – lied to the fans and I remember Richie saying that he felt terrible about having to lie. This is from an interview in 2001, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he felt terrible about Quite your sources. to lie to the fans. Um, but then I believe there was an attempt to reform with all five, band, all five members in 2007 and they were on board, but Jay had held out. And Jay since then has uh -huh. gone pretty much, apart from one brief appearance in 2011 when they did the big reunion <laughs> Uh, reality series <laughs> yeah. where Jay got to respond because Sean yeah. came out and said some pretty like you know damning things about Jay being a bully and you know he felt like he was he was always being pushed to the side. Uh, Jay came out and defended himself and said he was nothing but supportive of all the guys in the band, but then has not been cited since. Now, is I mean, is this how we get Jay back? By the way, it feels like we need to call Jay out again. <laughs> Who did like, you know think? what I mean? That was the only thing that got him out of exile was to come and respond. To being called out. How did they reach out to you? How did you get drawn into yes. the vibe? Yes, how did you get involved in Five? The five so they didn't reach out to me personally. Um, I have a, a relationship with uh, the, the tour promoter, um, mm -hmm. Metropolis Touring. Um, I used to do a 90s party in Sydney called The Rhythm of the Night, and it went for quite a few years at Good God Small Club in Sydney. 
Um, and over the years, we had like a lot of Australian acts play. Uh, Joanne, who did Jack, Jack, Jack Jackie. Jack, Jackie. She, came, mm. she came and performed. Um, Swoop, who did Apple Eyes. Oh, did yeah, I saw yeah. Swoop in New Year's Eve, like uh, 1994. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and uh, off the back of that, I got booked for the Venga Boys tour in mm-hmm. like 90, uh, t- sorry, 2017 now, or so. Can I ask a question that I'm sure you've been asked a million times about touring with the Venga Boys? What is the form of transport? Are you on a plane or on a bus? Because <laughs> there like, were buses, there were cool. buses, and were they branded the Venga buses? Like while no, just regular tour buses. Mm, and in fact, my, my one and only very awkward bus story of doing these tours does not involve the Venga bus. It involves oh, no. five, so we'll get to that soon. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> but. Actually, you know what? You know when the Venga Boys tour was? It was whatever year Trump won the election because I was on tour right. with the Venga Boys when Trump won. And the night he won, I had to go like, the Venga Boys is kind of like be, be their DJ, pretend oh, no. like everything was fine. I mean, if there's going to be any anthem to herald the end of the world, yeah, the right. Venga Bus is yeah, coming. The, the Venga Bus is coming. It seems quite appropriate, hell. doesn't it? So that was, that was the first... 90s throwback tour that uh, I did and it it was so it was the Venga Boys and then it was some other 90s artists so there was Tina Cousins um mm-hmm. there was Sonic Sonic did um feel so good and it feels so good it's going to be a lot of bad singing for yeah, me yeah, in this man. podcast I'm only just snippets and you and you guys and so aren't going to get anything Sonic from because I feel Sonic like Sonic are Australian too No okay. no no these are um she's from the UK right. um there was uh uh, on that first D-ream? one, Joanne, D- Jack, 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 Jackie Colin came. Ream. Unfortunately, D Ream never. Uh, Brian Cox never came uh-huh. out to do a a, a live set. <laughs> um, but that was the tour that S Club Seven came on, and this oh, is the, yes. my first uh, first, I guess, uh, first kind of history with a with a troubled pop act. Right. Yeah. Uh, so of the S Club Seven, how many of the S Club Seven were on that tour? Three members. <laughs> And yeah, in that. fact, the, the first the first show was in Auckland, and mm. um, and Joe, who I guess is like kind of like the, the blonde, lead yeah. of, uh, of S Club, got sick and couldn't couldn't do the tour. Oh. And so the first show in Auckland that night, um, Bradley and Tina from S Club came out, and they were like, "Hey, we're really sorry, guys. Joe's sick. We can't do a show." And everyone was just like, "What? No!" Uh. <laughs> and um, <laughs> There's a there the ain't no party night, like the, an S Club party. Exactly. We can't so do it. it was me. I spent the next day in their ho- in the hotel lobby with Tina and Bradley, mm. adding, adding parts from the original songs. So all of Joe's parts were in there, wow. and then Bradley and Tina did backup vocal. Bradley's like the main male vocalist, right. so all his parts were fine. But I spent like. Yeah, like the better part of a day, re- putting their set back together so they could do a set without Joe as S Club Two. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it, it like went really well because you need a minimum of three members to carry on with a, a boy or girl band. I mean, I would have thought honestly that I expect a majority vote. Like, I feel like three is even too little out of seven. Like, three out of five I'm fine okay. with, right? That still feels like that's ahead of 50%. <laughs> but when I go to see S Club 7 and there's any less than four of them, <laughs> I feel like I'm being ripped off. So that was the the first two. And then the next one um, was uh, Bewitched and there were 
three say of the four members do, on that tour. Say you won't, say whatever you great want. live show. We'd, we'd, we'd DJ really? for them any, any time in the, again in the future. And three out of four original of Bewitched. But, and it was only because one of them had just had a baby, so okay. technically still in Bewitched, just couldn't do that, that yes, tour then. right. Yeah. Did um, they still wear the double Atomic- denim Bewitched? Yes. Oh, they do. Yeah, wow. you bet they do. Yeah. And that, that triple denim to make up for the, the fourth member's absence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then uh, it was Atomic Kitten, and I, I don't, oh, I, I'm yeah. not too familiar with their history, but I'm, I think most of the members were, were, were uh-huh. present. Um, well, E17, oh, E17, with a oh. very, very different lineup to uh, the, what we. Grew well, what up I understand with, with E17 yes. is the actual two talented ones. So Brian and the the Brian who who was the singer, and then the other guy who wrote all the music. Both left, so it's the two backup dancers who are now E seventeen. Is that right? Yeah, I guess like the the one that I remember, I don't remember his name, but the one that I remember is like the face of the group. He's still yeah. in the group. Okay, okay. Um, his face looks significantly different, right. but mm. um, he's he's still yeah, in the group. I got the and impression then- that everything was not all right with what went on with <laughs> well, E seventeen. But that fits in with your rule of fifty percent, Will, because mm. uh, two of yep. them, uh, two of the four. So you 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 would. Yeah. Okay. That's you fine. I'm happy and then that. Yeah. The, yeah. the the third guy is is technically in the group now. Robbie is his name, and he's uh-huh. like a he he has like a, he's like a garage vocalist. He's got songs with like Craig David and stuff oh, like that right. from from the okay. early two thousands. Um, and uh, and then Liberty X, who were, who were great as yeah. well. They had a song called Just a Little Bit. Yeah, yeah. They they um, won like an X Factor or or, a, or something like one of those kind of shows, um, reality yeah. shows. Uh, I, I, it was interesting. I watched this to, in doing my deep dive on Five. There was a series that came out, reality series in 2011 called The Big Reunion, where they got all those British pop acts that you just mentioned and put them on stage for this big tour. And the story behind each act, like they would, so they would feature every episode, they'd sort of feature the backstory of each of the acts. And it was always the same pattern, which was like, we answered an ad in a paper, we did like a talent audition, we got put together recorded a couple of songs. The first album went gangbusters. We were put on a grueling schedule for about a year and a half. We pumped out a second album. Then we all went crazy and wanted to yeah. we all had suicidal thoughts and wanted to leave. And it's like- Especially S Club because they, I think they released three albums and then they also had a TV show, like, right. a, like mm. a sitcom. That's right. Um, that they had for a few years as well. Like they, they were- ground to a pulp. So that was a business model though. In it seems like with pop music, I don't know if it's the same with K-pop now, but in the late 90s early Definitely 2000s, similar, you yeah. just sign up as many young bright-eyed, you know, singers and dancers as you can, just put them on a seven album contract which they can never fulfill, grind out a bunch of hit singles and once you're done with them, just throw them in the trash heap because you'll find a bunch of other kids coming out of drama school or something. Or or in or in K-pop's case, just send them off to military <laughs> service. <laughs> Re-education yeah. Well, that's camps. what they do, right? Yeah. Like they have a natural cutoff. It's the perfect system in K-pop. <laughs> like, <laughs> you've got to do your military service before, what, 30? Is it no, that it? That's where like Jay the- is. <laughs> serving in, serving yeah, in the Korean military. <laughs> I mean, it would be amazing if it turns out that Jay was actually like, you know, he's uh, M, M, it was M6, like one of their top assassins. Like he's just gone oh, from yeah. being in a boy band to being this like mercenary. Yeah. Jay, Jay's the new. That's the great. last thing like, you yeah, see before you die is Jay from no. Five standing above no. you no. with a garroting wire. And his yeah. code name is still Jada. That's what I say. <laughs> they don't have to print off new business cards. They've just scratched out five and put M6. <laughs> so when uh, you were contacted yes. by Fives Management or by Five themselves, mm-hmm. how familiar were you with the oeuvre? Yeah. Yeah. Were yes, you a Five yeah. fan? 
I got two. I've got two younger sisters, mm. so I um I've always been very like. When I was a kid, I used to get up as early as possible on Saturday morning. Would you say so everybody would get up? Rage top fifty. Just, just, <laughs> just me. <laughs> just me. Unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so I like. I, rem- I remember like it was a big deal when when Spice Girls suddenly entered the. Um, they, I think they just they just appeared in the Rage top fifty. They were just number one straight away, and I was like, "Who are these women?" And uh, that was, I guess, that's the first big UK pop group. And then from there, it felt like there was a new one every week. Um, and, and five were definitely in there for a bit. I was familiar, familiar with like five, six of their songs. Now I know about 20 of them because of, uh, the three tours that I've done with yeah, them. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a fondness for, for a lot of their songs. I think Everybody Get Up is my favorite of their songs. I was saying, but also you were just saying that you, you know, maybe 20 of their songs. Are they literally doing 20 songs in? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's. Really? And well, who's, they're still, who, who's that for? Like, is there people who want to see all 20 songs? There are like, people that every tour will do mm. the VIP meet and greet package mm. and they're like, oh, good to see you again. <laughs> like, <laughs> they know them. There are, there, there are people who, who this, this, is their, this is their favorite group when they were young and it's still their favorite group now. Yeah, I understand that. But if I went back to my favorite group when I was young, I'd be like, play your top eight to 10 songs. <laughs> Twice, if you want to fill out the time, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not sure that I need to hear the next eight to ten. So when those next eight to ten, if the ones that we obviously there's a the, like the five or six that everyone knows, like everyone might know because they were just like you know the big pop songs. Even if you don't know them, if you heard them, you'd be like, oh yeah, okay, I do remember that song. Then let's say for the fans, there's another four or five songs on each of those like albums that like. Because you, you know, if you're a fan of something, you might know that extra song or two off an album. That's but this is like this is a deep bench. If you're going twenty songs deep, are the fans there for song twenty as much as they are for the other ones? What's well, the kind of song demo twenty mix? is generally the hit, right? Yeah. The, the one that they're all waiting for, and they and they do play "Get On Up" twice. Right. Keep on okay. moving is what so I mean. Keep, keep on moving. moving. Yeah. yeah, that's their encore. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they have like a remix of it yeah. that they play as well. Um, okay. But. Uh, yeah, they, they, like so, both them and Bewitched and a few of the other groups still release an album every few years. Oh. So there, there are a few new songs in the set which people okay. don't know, but they're you know relatively supportive. I noticed okay. that on their That's Spotify, good. they released a new album mm. last year called Light Years or something like that, or, or Light Speed mm. or, or something like that. But I've not heard any of it. Is it in this similar? Is it a different sound for them, or is it still very poppy kind of? There's like one or two that are a bit, yeah, a bit of that kind of like pop rap rock realm, which is is totally like their wheelhouse. Yeah. But there's one ballad, and that was like the the low point of the set. For me. <laughs> and, they, and they're encouraging people to put their phones up every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, like, I think it's I think it's cool that they are not just touring and and, yes. and making money off what they used to do. Like as much as I I would much rather you know Will's scenario of hearing the eight songs. Um, I think it is if you want to keep touring as an act, you have to keep making new music and proving your relevance through through doing that. And, and I mean, I I agree. Like I was actually, I mean, don't get me wrong, if I went to C five, if I'd taken up your invitation to come along and C five and I'd had to sit through fifteen songs I did not know, <laughs> I would, may have I may have taken it really personally and possibly against Levin's your entire family. <laughs> <laughs> there would have been repercussions. But but yeah, I dig artistically what you're saying. The yeah. fact that, you know, they're, they aren't just going out and, you know, doing, you know, two versions of each of the five you know, biggest songs. They're literally trying to go, well, this is who we are and this is what keeps us creatively engaged and we'll play the songs you like, but we're going to, you know, do something for ourselves as well. 
And I think, you know, yeah, maybe the crowd isn't as excited mm. to hear those new songs, but the band members are. Like, they're, they're, yeah. they haven't played them to death and mm. they actually are like, you know, or maybe this yeah. could be a hit in the future. It's the bit um, they look forward to in the show. Yeah, for sure. So they, yeah. they make up for the lack of energy in the room. <laughs> One thing I've, I've noticed from seeing the, the videos of, of Fire performing now, the three the three guys, mm. is that the chore that they do is exactly the same as the choreography from the original music videos. So they haven't tried to trick it up or like it's – I mean, maybe not the entire dance routine, but for the chorus, it's very specifically oh, yeah. the 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 curry that they did in the music video. Yeah, it's a lot of like yeah, like stomping and turning and shuffling <laughs> and that kind of stuff. It, it, it could be but, you know, it, it is still impressive yeah. to see them to th- them all in time with it. But yeah, I I I think I guess if I had like spent like a, a good year having those moves drilled into my brain by my management, yeah, like why why change it? So <laughs> you know, do, do they what, have a manager? Is someone looking after them? I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. It so, is, but it is just the ha- three of them on they tour. Don't ha- yeah. yeah, they don't have some cartoonish, like, old school manager touring around with them. Like, they're no, just yeah, – yeah. yeah. No entourage. Uh, okay, so you tell – all right, I'm really interested then. Like, so when you say, like, what's the actual show look like? Because these guys are, what, in their 40s, mid-40s? Like, yeah, yeah early, early in the mid-40s, Early in the yeah. mid-40s. And so, like, energy-wise, like, across the show – is there still like a lot of energy, a lot of dancing, or is it like that's kind of just the icing on the cake, you know, it comes out every now and again to, you know, remind you of the old times or are they trying to replicate like the old time? Like what's the mix of that? It, it definitely looks like a, a, like three older guys doing the dance moves, but they they are energetic the entire time and they don't, they're not, they're not out of breath. Um, and they are like you know they, they sweat profusely for sure, but like I think that's a good thing. You know they're putting yeah. they're putting a lot of effort into each show. Yeah. Um, you know they open the first song. The first song they do is like a, their their take on "We Will Rock You" by Queen, yeah. and everyone everyone gets nice and hype. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, it's not something I would buy a ticket to, but like everyone that that would gets a good show. And, and, for sure. and is yeah. the is the audience the demo age wise? Does it match the guys on stage? Is anyone younger, or is it all just? It's a it's a weird mix. Really? Like yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't say there's anyone like younger than late twenties, but um, it's not like they're performing to a sea of you know forty plus for sure. Right. And, it, and uh, what about and men to yeah, women? Male, yeah. What's the ratio it's, of? Yeah, it's it's mostly women. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. That, and that, I guess and that, that's and that, unsurprising. That's that's pretty common for most of yeah. these nineties nineties throwback gigs. As well, well. they mainly dance parties, really, as well. You know, people want to go out. and Well, dance. the more dance focused ones, there's a lot more queer crowd, whereas right. it's, it's overwhelmingly straight at the five. Yeah. Is there anyone like <laughs> Will and I? Is there anyone there you think is there from some kind of like there's like some kind of mm. ironic enjoyment or there's some mm. kind of like uh, nostalgia more than it is? Oh yeah, for sure. There's definitely like some nostalgia, like you know. Like, like, oh, how funny would it be if we go see Five this weekend? Yeah, for sure. But, um, but the most most part there are, are people that they're diehard fans. They're, and and I think they made the smart decision to stop trying to do enormous shows in in Australia, and I guess do a tour every year or two in smaller venues. Like they did the Factory Theatre in Sydney and sold it out. And it's just like you know, yeah, it's a smaller venue, but it's sold out. You can't, you know, it's a, it's a still a sea of people. Yeah, it's a good time party, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. a, that's big enough that if that's sold out and you're five, I mean, 
Do they? Do you get the impression that they enjoy the life they have? Like you know that they love doing these <laughs> oh, five happy well, moments. <laughs> well, yeah, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, do do you feel like th- there's two ways that it could be? Which is they're very grateful about the fact that they still get to t- tour around and do gigs, or some sort of like, oh god, I'm still fulfilling this pact with the devil, where this is the only way that I can, you know, kind of earn my living. I have to is push to, this boulder up this hill, and it's just going to roll all the way down, roll again. back down like again until there's like less than a voting majority of us, and we are deregistered as an yeah. official, you know, one member of five yeah. on on stage is five. Yeah, I think if you ask me after the first tour, mm. which was just before COVID, so like. It was either end of 2019 or the beginning of 2020. Um, and that was five. S Club came again and it was the three members this time. Um, Joe, Joe, Joe made it out of Auckland. Um, and uh, and then a group called Big Brothers, like B-R-O-V-A-Z, um, <laughs> who were like, yeah, I, 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 I've, I've, I can't even hum you one of their songs. No, I know no. they, they, they did, uh, they, they sampled, um, these are a few of my favorite things from Sound of Music before Ariana Grande did and made okay. a point of telling the crowd that every one of their shows. <laughs> oh, okay. And the last, the last show of the that tour. Jumping quite like a gripe from the band before me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the last show of that tour, I was in some Queensland hotel room as Big Brothers had the loudest mm. argument I've ever heard. About what? Um, I, I don't know what about. I was just Were I, I was, Big Brothers actually. Are Big Brothers okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, were they brothers though? Like I don't know. There's, in... there's two women in the group, so no. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that the two women had big brothers? Maybe they both <laughs> yeah. had big brothers. Like... <laughs> I'll leave that for Charlie's next, uh, yeah, yeah, next I'll, rabbit I'll, I'll hole that he research. disappears into. <laughs> um, but uh, so that that tour sucked. That tour, mm-hmm. I think. I think Scott from Five had lost a family member um, just before the tour, and he was like. He, I, I, he. That that said, he was the only one that I had any any form of conversation with during the tour. But he was he was pretty down. Um, it was my fault. Uh, I got off to a, on a really bad foot with the with the five fellas because, well, we got on a tour bus after the mm. first show. Not the venue. Not the bus. Like, like no. I said, not the Venga bus. Um, uh, the Venga bus was not coming <laughs> that day. Um, but uh, we were on the tour bus, and the tour manager looks at, through the bus, and she goes, "Are we missing anyone?" And mm. I say, "Yeah, there's only three members of five and, <laughs> and three members of S Club Seven." <laughs> I mean, I think I said, I think I said, on. "Yeah, we're, we're missing two members of yeah. five and four members of S Club yeah, Seven. Yeah, come on. And I mean, that's good. me and me and Bradley. Gear. Me that and Bradley, is just good quality material. <laughs> me and Bradley were already friends from S Club, so he he brushed it off. He laughed, but uh, uh, Rich from Five stood up on the bus oh, no. and goes, "Oh ha ha ha! Like we haven't heard that one before." By the way, caught your set last night. It was shit. Oh, oh, oh my god! All right, okay. <laughs> Oh, Richie's meant to be the sweet one from the group. Oh, oh, and my he illusion. hated me for the rest of that tour. Hated me. I mean, um, come on, man. That's like, firstly, <laughs> even if you've heard it before, you've got to admire that that is quality material well presented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And secondly, if you are touring with three out of the five original members of five and your band was called Five, <laughs> that just comes with the territory. You can't. 
then expect that people are going to constantly. Oh, and you're you're in Australia. Like we Come excel on. at the low hanging fruit. Yeah. Like exactly. Yeah. Come on. Mate. I think it's one of those things though, where because I've seen them in interviews make the same joke. I think it's one of those things yeah. where we can joke about it, but you. Yeah. No, that's this is our word. <laughs> yeah. Five being three. That's ours. No, no, not yours. Yeah, ours. Don't appropriate but- our culture. So the next tour, and I've got I've got a few great stories from that first tour as well. But the next tour, I I got to know the guys a lot better because it was just five headlining, and then a um an, a Sydney based group called S two S who had a big song sister. in two thousand called Sister to Sister. S- yeah, cool. My sister, my sister. Well, you know the thing about Sister to Sister. Here we go. Here's a connection to the Tofop universe. They were actually brothers. <laughs> I. <laughs> I once, uh, during a celebrity football match at the SCG, <laughs> half-time during a Sydney Swans game, uh, what I was trying to do was one of the girls from Sister – I believe both the sisters from Sister to Sister were playing in the match, but I was tackling one of the girls from Sister to Sister. She had the ball. And what I was trying to do because – I am a big man and she was a young, like, woman. I was trying to gently, you know, kind of just hold her shoulders and place her on the ground. Is this a statement you gave to the tribunal the following week? (laughs) Mate, this is a statement I had to give to her dad when I came (laughs) off because you'll hear what happens next. So so then at that moment, someone from behind me tackles me and grabs my arms, which, like, makes a throwing motion. So it basically looks like I just threw this young woman to the ground. (laughs) And so she was fine with it but her dad was not fine with it her dad was real mad at me so um yeah i have a sister to sister connection (laughs) Uh, i'm i actually been texting sharon from s2s this morning about uh the next tour and uh, i'm gonna ask her yeah did did she remember being tackled did he tackle you or chrissy at the scg SCG or S2CG is the question. (laughs) S to SCG, man. Because it was a smaller tour, we actually, I spent a lot more time with them. They did a longer set. And I guess the the first set, you're kind of just like learning the cues. And I would always make one fuck up, you know, just play the wrong song at the wrong time or, or bring it in. They had, you know, the, their set is tight to the point where they even pre-plan when they do banter in between which songs. Oh, yeah. Like, so some songs okay. you, you hit start immediately mm. after the last one. Oh, yeah. And the other ones, you got to leave them a little bit so they can mm. literally banter. say Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the best is like, I didn't have the heart to tell him because in, yeah. in he, you know, the, the, the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie chant, it goes Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, 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 Aussie, 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 Rockhampton. Nah, nah, nah. Give him a little bit more credit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got to know them a lot better this time and, yeah. like, we were on a, on way better footing with it. They were even, like, apologising for the last tour, like, saying that they don't even remember most of it. It was just, like, yeah. not a great time for was, most of them. Okay. Um, and we got talking about S Club and and Rich was saying, I cannot believe that they started calling themselves S Club 3. Like they finally have the, the opportunity to get rid of the number curse right. and just call themselves S Club. Mm. Don't you think like we, I 
like my greatest wish is that we called ourselves anything besides five because now people always associate the fact that there's five members of the group and so you know as we go on you know there's not and we always have to explain ourselves it sucks i hate it if i was s club i would just call myself s club why did they it makes absolutely no sense that you would like feel i mean because five it's the whole name like if they were the dirty five or the horny five or the you know the fat yeah. five you know whatever you could just change you could drop the five change the name to horny club, your band's just called horny, horny. <laughs> I mean, why not <laughs> you want to go see horny tonight right. horny were good tonight you know i think that works fine better than the horny, better than the horny five <laughs> so but but it's all their name, so there's no way for them to do anything about it, is it? Like that's unless they did, because originally with five, wasn't it spelled five I've? I don't. Wasn't I don't the, think that was official. I think that was. Okay. I think that was kind of interpreted by fans and stuff. There might have been some official. I thought that was their logo. I think that was the logo. Yeah, some right. of the early clips. If you go back, in that, so if yeah. you change the five in the logo, like to the three, three I've. But it was three I've. I think three I've would be fine. Maybe they should just call themselves three I've. In that um, in that reality series, the big yeah, reunion, they, they have a big discussion when it becomes clear that Jay's not coming back. Mm. They have abs on board, but Jay's not coming mm. back, and they have this big discussion about, well, do we bring in another rapper? And so they audition. They audition a bunch of guys, and it's a it's an amazing sequence. It's like the opposite of one of those pretty woman shopping sequences where it's just like all these actors slash models coming in who have no musical ability or can't rap or anything and just the four guys in the band realising that they're not going to find a, another J. And so then they have a very serious discussion about do we change the name of the band to four? Mm-hmm. And it's like they really – they put a lot of kind of mm-hmm. consideration into, well, you know, does it make sense? I would have loved it if they had gone through with that mm-hmm. and then four years later had to downgrade from four to three. We're now, we're now three. <laughs> it's just, I it's mean, a actually, I like it. <laughs> it's just every couple of years you just got to – another member leaves, you just got to downgrade the name of the band. <laughs> Speaking of auditions, have you seen at some point in the mid 2000s, Sean goes on The Voice yeah. or the, the UK show? Oh, yeah, it's very and, upsetting. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't get through to the next next round. And then once they've buzzed him out, mm. everyone on the panel realizes that he was in five. And there's just this like, oh. everyone, I, don't, I don't know who the host is. One of the hosts is like Tom, um, one of the one judges, of judges like Tom is, Jones is or Jesse something. Jesse J. Because yeah. Jesse J is like, oh, yeah, five. That was like the first concert I ever went to when I was a kid. And it's just like, well, that doesn't make the decision any easier. <laughs> no, no, it yeah. doesn't. And I think that may have been like a catalyst for him rejoining the group with right. the others. Oh, so that oh, was yeah. him. That, he- so Sean was going to go, that was him, his big solo moment. People yeah. are going to hear my voice and realise I don't need four guys dancing around me. I'm going to be the star <laughs> of this operation. And then even Jesse J <laughs> wouldn't turn around her chair. Well, I, th- I feel like he likes doing ballads, that kind of stuff. Okay. I, as part, um, of my, um, part of my my deep dive, I found mm. a clip of Five performing on Hey Hey It's Saturday. Um, during <laughs> of course, that happens. When the lights go out. <laughs> And uh, they're, they're, they're singing live is, over, a, over a backing track, but the harmonies are not quite there because Sean has quite a high bit when the lights go out and, and it's like he's not nailing it and he has to do it like three or four times and this is like, 
oh, maybe there was a reason he was the quiet one. Like literally, like it's kind of like when you got Sid Vicious on bass. It's like let's just turn that down a bit. We'll bring the other band members to the front. Now, are there any moments? Can I ask in the live show, like when they play, when the lights go out, for example, do the lights go out at some oh, of stage? Of course they do. Come yeah. on. I mean, well, like, <laughs> we're I professionals assume, here. <laughs> mate, I assumed as much, but you know, I'm just asking. I'm curious. When so you lights- sing, everybody get up. Does everyone, in fact, get up? <laughs> are we going to be that literal with the songs? <laughs> well, I mean, if you've got a song when the lights go out, I'm just interested in when the lights go out in that song. Do the lights go out more than once? In <laughs> That song, like, <laughs> no, you, know, you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm you know what? I, I I will say the lighting yeah. guy could have a bit more fun mm, with it. Yeah, right. That should be like, it, it should. The, 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 if I was like, you know, carrying the 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 show, the lights would go black on stage, no lights at all, and someone would actually point out, hey. You know, Richie, yeah. the lights just went out, and then I would have me yeah. drop that intro, and yes. everyone would go wild. I would. They Maybe would. I'll suggest that. I would like all of like. I mean, to me, when I go and see like an act like this, particularly for the big songs, like you know, so if you're going to do your other fifteen, but for your big five, I want that sort of WWE style. Like, you know, lead into it. You know what I mean? Like, I always, I still remember to this day, one of my um, uh, favourite moments, uh, like, uh, ever at a gig was seeing um, Cypress Hill at the Enmore. And uh, they were about to do, um, uh, what's, it was, it hits from the bong that has that intro, you're trying to get crazy with me, SA, don't you know? I'm like, oh, that's, like, that's it, Yeah. And so they're doing that, but they really did it as a, like, real, you know, they were just doing crowd work, like getting the crowd into it. They're going, you're good crowd tonight, Sydney, you know, and everyone roars. We and thought like, Melbourne rocked, you know, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we thought Melbourne was a crazy crowd, like, but you, you were a real crazy crowd. <sighs> it's like, do you want to get crazy with me, Sydney? <sighs> Yeah, don't great. you know I'm local <laughs> bad like and it drops in that's what I want to see for those big songs like if I went to see five absolutely I want the lights going out I want a little pantomime <laughs> yeah. between the three guys what's happening there's too the many lights-, lights on in this venue yeah. there's too many <laughs> lights on what can we do about the lights <laughs> Everybody seems to be too low to the ground. Everyone's too down. Yeah. Can we get everyone? What's the opposite of down? I mean, Let's get rid of all these seats. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a, a bit of a question. This is more of a deep dive question. Okay. Um, uh, one of my uh, favorite tracks of five that is not one of their more popular ones is Battlestar. Is that does that make the set list? I've I've never heard that one. Before, right, so no, oh. they sample Battlestar. They, they they sample the Battlestar Galactica. We act, I played it to Will on Tofop. He wasn't impressed. <laughs> I really thought I was going to get a better reaction. But they sample. Well, I the- mean, mate, five are doing twenty songs, and apparently it's not amongst those twenty. <laughs> so I think I'm with the I'm with the band. I because I genuinely think that is a good song, but it's all wrapped by abs, which might be. Mm. It's it's mainly an Abs and Jay song, so probably maybe that's why. But that sort of leads to my next question, which is who has taken over the rap duties? Scott does most of the raps. Right. Yep. And and Um, is he a capable rapper? Yeah. Yeah, I I love Scott. Scott, I have the most – he's he's the warmest of of the three of them. Okay. And he also is just such a character. Like he's a – like you can tell he's a bit of a boozer or at least has been. Um, And – so my first Scott story, and this was my Scott deep, di- my my five deep dive um, mm, after right. the first tour, because um, there was one night we were at some, 
I think we were at like a casino in Tasmania or something like that. That was where the show was. <laughs> and um, uh, I was DJing because my, my main role, like, yeah, it's DJing for the groups themselves. But my main role and the reason I keep getting in these gigs is because I'll play in between the acts and I'll just hype the mm. crowd up by dropping tons of other tracks from the era really yeah. quickly. And it's just, you know, you get people more and more excited as, as the lead up. But you can... Depending on, like, I, li- I like to know exactly how much time until the, the next act comes on because I burn through the tracks pretty quick mm-hmm. to keep the energy really, really high. Yep. And uh, I'd burn through almost all of, like, the really big relevant songs at, at, this, at this gig in Tassie. And um, then I get told, hey, it's going to be another half hour before five come on. And I was like, oh, no, really? <laughs> Why? And they were like, oh, um, uh, one of them um, is waiting for some food. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. And they ended up coming on and it, it was like Scott, you could tell something was a bit up, like not right with Scott. And the, the show finished and he goes, did they get the beans ready yet? And I was like, what's, I wonder what's going on. And um, then he was like, well, make sure tomorrow night they've got beans. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so intrigued. What's going mm. on? So the next morning, I'm at, I go to go to get, go to the breakfast buffet, and Scott's already there, and he's got this enormous plate with just toast, and it's like a dinner plate mm. instead of a bowl. But the entire dinner plate is just piled high with bright red baked beans. And um, I was like, "Morning, Scott. What you got there?" And he was like, "I just love beans." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, wow, this guy loves baked beans. And so, yeah, last the night before, he, he'd he requested that he'd be able to, he'd, that, he'd ha- that there'd be baked beans mm-hmm. that he'd be able to eat for dinner and the hotel wasn't able to get them for him. Um, and it wasn't, a, it wasn't diva behaviour. It was a case of him, like, literally needing beans to function because <laughs> I vegetarian? found an article. Yeah. No, so oh. the mirror did a um, uh, an article um, shortly after the tour um, in, in late 2019 and the, head, the headline of this article is uh, five singer Scott Robertson had a condition that left him scared of salad and fruit. Oh. And basically it's like him saying like, um, like I've come so far and in particular um, it'll be like, uh, it, it, there's one line here. When Scott married his wife, Kerry, in 2005, things failed to improve. For breakfast, I'd have Cocoa Pops. Lunch would be beans on white toast with a little bit of cheese. And dinner would be a plain burger with chips or a plain steak with mashed potato. But he was f- afraid of anything colourful, afraid of curry, afraid of vegetables in general. And it was a serious complex. And so if you go back, like I, I was like, wow, I wonder how much evidence of this there is. And so if you Google Scott Robertson and beans together, you'll actually find interviews or like fan websites. Mm. And it's like, you know, Richie, what's your favorite thing? Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Abs, what's your favorite thing? Partying. And then Scott, (laughs) what's your favorite thing? Beans. (laughs) Wow. So it's a food aversion. He has a uh, he has a food yeah version. I, I, yeah. I've got a friend who's like that, where he's like he can only eat like th- literally three forms of food and nothing colourful. Like he won't like he has plain plain white toast with like boiled chicken. Pe- cheese pizza is about the most ex- extravagant he gets. But do you know what the origin of it is? It a dietary thing or it's a psychological? Um, 
Look, I, I, I've, I've, I've skimmed the article. I didn't, I didn't, Why I didn't read that it in full. Five song. I only like beans. I want to hear that. Beans. Yeah, <laughs> just beans. Yeah, just a just like a song called Beans. Surely there should be a song called Beans. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a, yeah. a rapper on Hustle and Flow called Beans? Beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Beans should, should be, beans I mean, be the imagine, new rapper for Five. I mean, I, that'd be there, too. There is a rapper called Beans from mm. a group called Anti Pop Consortium. Right. Yeah, but that would be too much <laughs> for. Poor old um, Scott, was it? Yeah. No, what was the yeah. – like yeah. I mean, if he was next to a guy called Beans, that would just be constantly reminding him of Beans while he's trying to perform. And, like, you know, I, I also what I love is the casino in Tasmania could not get Source some the baked beans. beans. <laughs> like the most common of all foodstuffs you would imagine <laughs> that it is possible to provide for someone. Like he's – it's not like he's saying I won't go on stage unless, you know, I've had – Brown oh, M&M's. Levens, can I ask you a question? This yeah. will feel like it's come out of nowhere, but it's continuing a conversation that Charlie and I have had, and I think you'll be a good experiment for this. When we, when I tell you about Michael Flatley, oh, yeah. Lord of the Dance. Of course, yep. yeah. What's, oh, Le- Levens is an Irish name. <laughs> uh, so the Lord of the Dance, Michael Flatley, do you remember any quirky tidbit about the Lord of the Dance, Michael Flatley, that was like a, like a rumour that went around? No, I just remember seeing his promos like in in, in between. So you don't remember like, anything about young. him, maybe like, you'd be young, being so, so charged up after dancing. You don't remember. Yeah, any there was story a story about that. Michael Flatley that went around Richard <laughs> Gear gerbil style, like not like that specific thing, but like one of those urban myths or real things. Charlie and I trying to get to the bottom of whether. Like it was just an urban myth, or whether there's some something. So I'm, we're just asking people. So there's no trick to this I'll question. Let you know, if, I, if I ever DJ a Michael Flatley show, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. I think he's got a pretty aggressive form of cancer at the moment. So I think it's yeah. crossed. You will be yeah. DJing a Michael Flatley concert in the future. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, well, yeah. There was a rumor that he um, immediately after coming off stage had to have sex because he was so charged up. Oh, from yeah. His... No, I've totally heard. Oh, that. You oh, have you heard? Absolutely. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Because we've surveyed three people, yeah. two Australians, one American. The two Australians had heard yeah. of it and the one American hadn't. So where Will and I are trying to get to the bottom of, is this mm. a Australian-specific phenomenon? That yeah, but I mean, Will, I used to listen to your show when I was in high school. Was that so- I probably would have just heard you joking well, about that's, it there. We, that's what we can't work out is, is this like a <laughs> closed circle where much? we're all just have <laughs> said it to each joke. other? Or is it like, I mean, imagine if that works out what it is, that I just made it up one day. and then. But we've gone to the internet and you know how, like, I mean, I literally typed Richard Gear Gerbil in and there is like, I stopped counting the pages on Google that came up. There is so many takes on that, so many articles. Like there's a pl- there's a whole page on Wikipedia called gerbiling. It's probably like, a flash game. Oh, yeah, honestly. Whereas Michael Flatley has sex 10 minutes like straight after coming <laughs> off stage. Any iteration of how we ask that question to Google. Michael Flatley plus charged up. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Like honestly, we there's found, articles about his sex edition. We found there's one like, on a, a forum for mothers. Yeah. Uh, we mums, found one like net. entry com. from a We found screen. one reference to it. A bunch of horny women talking about how they still think they'd do him even though he's 65 yeah. and then one lady saying, oh yeah, he has to have sex 10 minutes after yeah. coming off stage. But that was it. But nothing. No, no, like record of him saying it in an interview of it being referenced in any. And you know how the internet, even if it's not true, will normally. I've never like the other day I was on the radio, and there was a guy playing 
the mandolin and the guy I was chatting to whose show it was sent me a message about the fact that there was a lot of mandolin in the thing. And so I was like, oh, it'd be funny if I could find a picture of the Mandalorian uh, playing the mandolin that I could send back in response to this like thing. I typed Mandalorian playing the mandolin into Google. There was like a hundred different options, a hundred different options of people. Like, But I've t- I cannot – work out where this rumor has come from like or this anyway we should right, go s- to sidetrack right, well when we get n- yeah. we should go to snopes well maybe snopes yes. will have some some uh some explanation for that hey uh, Be- bewitched might know his fellow mm-hmm. irishman who yeah bewitched oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you ask next time <laughs> no, it was like the the wildest i've ever seen a crowd go on one of these tours really? is the, the Irish dancing bit oh, in Sailor V. Yeah, People right. are like, they are there for that and that only. And it is 30 <laughs> seconds where it is just screaming as, as these girls dance, you know, Irish dancing on stage. And, and so I just want to, just yeah. back to the J thing with Five. Yes. Do the fans, like, are you witnessing like fan interactions and stuff? Do the fans ever bring up Abs or J? Like, is that ever. Does that come up or do people just accept that it's three, five is three now? No, I, I, I do have Jay stories from other members of other bands. Oh. Um, like Joanne said that they did a, um, she did a pop tour in the late 90s that, that five were on and that Abs was very cheeky, <laughs> her words. Um, and uh, I think Bewitched shared similar, similar stories too. That Abs was like, you know, he was like the, the Larry lad of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what about Party Jay animal. though? What stories did you get about Jay? Because he's an enigma. I don't have any Jay tales. That's the no. thing, right? This, he's the Michael <laughs> yeah. Flatley of five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing about him online. Like I, yeah. the, 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 there, there is, he obviously doesn't have any social media or anything like that. Apparently that was his, he was the, he was Will Anderson before Will Anderson. Mm. The reason he didn't join the band again is he was told he'd have to get a Twitter account. And he said, nah, I'm not into it. I'm not doing it. I'm not really? into social media. Yeah. So the 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 most information we've get is that he is living in Wales. We someone sent us an article. They're they're at a book festival in Wales, yeah. and that Jay from Five was there. But mm. someone brought up that he was Jay from Five, and he immediately left the venue he was in. So I don't think we're sort of wow. trying to tread this fine line. <laughs> of we want to know what's happened to Jay, but we don't want to spook him. <laughs> we want to know that Jay's like, we want to know that Jay's okay, but we don't want to be. You know, like those people who made that podcast about Richard Simmons where yeah. they made life even rougher for Richard Simmons. <laughs> like we don't want to be those people, but we want to know if Jay's okay. We want the- I, I'll, I'll try and ask. Yeah. I mean, like, look, I am I think I, I want to if, – if, if should Five ever listen to this podcast, like I, I, I really do enjoy working with them and – uh, it's a, and, and I think, like I said, I think it's admirable that they're still creating music and 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 actually putting effort into their live show because a lot of the acts that I've mentioned that I've been on tour with so far, like the cringe levels and just like the lack of like effort that goes into some of their live shows, um, is just makes it my my job so much harder because I'm just standing behind them the whole time. And so when people don't want to look at the act embarrassing themselves they look at me like yeah. why are you letting this happen left why yeah it's, it's your fault <laughs> you seem to be the constant here and, this and is I your fault I, I don't have that with during during five like even the ballad song that i don't particularly care for like also if any of the, the members of five ever listen to this or any of the other nine podcasts we have done about five <laughs> just keep in mind that while comedic we have talked about the band five to 
hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, you've led to some lessons for sure. Burning. The amount of people who have texted me like yeah. tour information about this upcoming mm. tour. Like, yeah. if anything, we are doing some low-key marketing for five. I feel like, yeah. I feel like we're doing more good than harm. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're like, why, did, why is Battlestar one of our fifth yeah, most listened to songs this month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Levins, I have a, a picture here that you posted oh. on your Instagram of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog that was drawn by Scott. Is that right? Yeah, so I last show of the tour at the um, at the factory in, in Sydney, um, I get get – get there just after their sound check um, to go set my stuff up. And um, there is a big cardboard uh, picture of Sonic the Hedgehog, um, like a little crude, you know, scrawled in uh, in marker. And I'd like, Scott, so I, I have a podcast. We talk about video games and, and pop culture called Hey Fam with uh, my friend Angus Truscott. And Sonic is like somewhat of a meme of a character. Like there's as much to make fun of about the character that there is to love. Like for, for a character that is you know, I guess one of the top 10 most instantly recognizable characters on the face of the earth, there's not a lot of quality immediately associated with the character. So it's a very, he's a very easy character to make fun of. And uh, we'd been doing so quite a lot that week because a new Sonic game just came out, which was as much baffling as it was enjoyable to play. Um, and so, uh, and, and in fact, I had, uh, I had shaped my, you know, when you go over your download limit um, on your phone and they, and they shape you. So you have like an extremely like, dwarfed um uh like download rate on your phone i don't know if you've ever done that well i i did that uh because i i connected my nintendo switch to to my phone so i could download the, the new sonic game on a plane <laughs> and, and completely oh ruined my life for the rest of that month <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um and so that was on my mind and then i step into the dressing room and there's this big picture of sonic and i was just like who the, how the fuck did this get here because at no point have you know any member of five mentioned video games let alone sonic the hedgehog and um I was like, I, I I saw the boys after they finished their center because they came in and I was like, hey, who did this? Like, where'd this Sonic picture came, come from? And Scott goes, oh, yeah, I, I, I draw him all the time. He's the only thing I can draw. So I just draw him all the time. And I was like, can I have this? <laughs> and um, they, they were baffled. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that, that, I, I now have a, a, a picture that um, Scott drew of Sonic the Hedgehog and I got them to all to sign it on the last the last date of the tour. And so they write, they call you Lemons. Is that your nickname? Lemons. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's a good good bit. Uh, is that revenge <laughs> like, for you doing that? Uh, there's, we're missing two members of five on the bus. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They call me Lemons. <laughs> I mean, look, I uh, the last – the, like some of the two is most of the um most of the acts at at, at best they just call me DJ mm-hmm. so lemons is at least is a variation on a yeah, name they I put mean, a it's small close. amount of effort into learning yeah. my name yeah it knows that it means that they either know your last name enough to be able to parody it or have at least got close to what your last name is <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> what's funny is that um there's a member of um atomic kitten um whose name eludes me. I can't even do a fruit parody of her name. That's how bad I am at remembering all the, all the members. But, yeah, she genuinely thought my name was DJ Lemons. Mm. <laughs> um, so that made, made their joke a bit funnier. Uh, I can see in the, uh, in, when, in, in the signatures here, so I'm assuming, uh, so Richie wrote, uh, Lemons, you Levin's juicy you sexy mother. mother. Juicy mother, wow. You juicy mother. And this is this Sean who wrote, uh, d- to DJ Lemons, only gets it wrong once a show. No, that was that, that's that that's Sean. And that was that was me. Um, that was me. I, I think I, I I literally would make one small mistake every single show, 
Um, and they would kind of like jeer me about it afterwards. And I did say like, look, it's fine. I, I, I'm consistent. I only get it wrong once a show. And they thought that was hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Levins, thank you uh, for coming on to TOEFOP Plus. Uh, um, yes. We might get you back on at some point, like maybe after this latest tour, we can sort of get some yeah, fresh sure. information. If you can do some digging about <laughs> Jay, finding out if Jay's okay. I do follow Ab's Love on Instagram. He posts some cryptic like uh, homemade rap videos from time to time. So, oh, so He's still making music. He's still making music. He's actually he just did a Bad Boys of Pop tour with a bunch of other guys who have been kicked out of other boy bands. Wow. Oh, really? That's yeah, I so there's a that. dude from yeah. Blue. There was a dude from another band, and it's like the four. They're all the guys with the tattoos, and I'm assuming former drug habits. Yes, <laughs> doing a tour at the moment. <laughs> Great. Uh, so Abs seems to be thriving, but yeah, Jay's the one. I'm I'm fascinated to know. Like, I don't don't need to in- intrude, but just like, are they in no. contact with him anymore? On the download. What's he up to now? Yeah. Uh, is, he, is he living in Wales, as, as I've, as I've uh, uh, surmised? But uh, um, just anything we can get would be great. And are there any other, maybe Will, maybe is there a dark 90s pop group secret that you would love me to try and tour with in the future? I mean, I, you know what the funny thing is? It's it's so funny that I don't think I was into much of this music at the time. But now, like when you were listing all those things, there was a real big part of me that was like, I actually reckon I could come to, I could go to one of those shows. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm nostalgic for a time I didn't even experience in the first place. Yeah, like yeah, I'm like I didn't like these songs. Why I didn't like these songs at the time, but why now do I have because such an the overwhelming? World is a terrifying, scary place yeah. right now, and we want to retreat to a safer time in which we had no responsibilities yes. and things weren't as bad. When climate change was just something we sort of vaguely were aware of, you know, when the Do people you know, could still afford housing, all this kind of stuff. You know, at a different time, the Industrial Revolution obviously changed everything forever. And there's one factory that I am particularly interested in, which was the the CNC Music Factory. Do you know anything about the, <laughs> are the, are the CNC Music Factory? I, still? Are, are they even like people? I, yeah, I feel like it's, Freedom it's Williams. CNC Factory. Freedom yeah, Williams. Okay. Is it not just one person though? Is oh. it just one? He, it's I, a one-man I, factory, right? I thought there was two, but maybe it was one guy and like an offsider. Well, Freedom Williams went, say that, that, he went solo because mm, his first right. – <laughs> Freedom Williams, his first uh, debut single as a solo artist was mm. called Freedom. <laughs> Okay. Where he sang about being called Freedom, where he sampled George Michael's Freedom. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, stick to a theme, right? Straight to the point. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that, that Euro, the Eurodance yeah. stuff, I think, is well overdue for a big uh, comeback because there was that joking song, um, Planet of the Bass, that kind of went very viral a few weeks ago. Yeah. Which, and, uh, and so that and my, my, my son, who's nine, adores that, like has memorized the entire rap from it. And so I was, I've been playing him a lot of like, you know, Mr. Vane and those songs that, that have that, you know, big like nonsensical hook and then like a, yeah. a, a, a deep voice rapper coming out of nowhere and just spouting random lines. Well, my yeah, daughter. You know, the, the one that I, like, I mean, this is not quite in this genre because I know they were more an art pro, this, this group was an art project more than a pop band, but even though they were kind of like a pop band as well. But the KLF was like, oh, that yeah. was like, well, I did love the KLF. I was totally up for it. and if like if at some stage the klf i don't know is it are they alive still are the klf it was two so. guys they, right they just made a documentary about them yeah. i think 
uh, yeah, a I, years ago. I, I haven't seen that documentary. I would love to watch and it. And there's a book. There apparently is an amazing book about them as well that came out a couple of years ago as well. But, but I if don't like, because if the KLF like we're like we're reforming and we're like playing Glastonbury, yeah, I reckon the, we're doing I, the would, Justified and Ancient Tour 2025. Yeah. But if they were doing like if KLF played Glastonbury, I would go to Glastonbury. That would be enough. Like that would be the thing that would be enough for me to pull go, a tent yeah, out of the house. All right, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to go and like camp in some mud. <laughs> the two things I hate the most in the world: mud and camping. <laughs> I am willing to do them to see the KLF. I'd be so dangerous to DJ a KLF show. Mm. I think. Oh yeah, there'd be like, some crazy stunt. They'd set fire to you or the stage or yeah. something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I'd bring out a million pounds and, and then explode. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. Everything's rigged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to blow up. Uh, Levis, do you want to give a quick? plug to anything before yes. we go uh yeah so i've got a podcast that comes out every week called hey fam uh, we talk about movies tv shows uh video games and uh it's mostly about friendship so kind of similar to tofop as well i do it with my friend angus truscott who is also uh current triple j i'm everywhere online at levens online uh on uh tiktok instagram twitter etc all right I'm, I'm the opposite of will i'm on everything <laughs> <laughs> 